The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you longing for a place where hope, ideas, and new ways of thinking can arise? For nearly 50 years, Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, has been a gathering place where world-class teachers provide innovative educational experiences that cultivate extraordinary potential in us all. Join us either on campus or online. To learn more, visit eomega.org. Welcome to the Beauty is Found Within podcast, hosted by the beautiful Pippa Leslie. Pippa will be speaking about hers, other spiritual stories, perspectives, and journeys, so we can in turn find the right match of resonance that speaks to our heart and souls. Each week, she will be sharing topics around spirituality, manifestation, mindset, self-love, and personal growth, as well as personal interviews with our fellow soul family and friends. Welcome back to the Beauties Found Within podcast. I am so giddy this morning. I have got an amazing guest on speaking to us today. Uh, it's, her name is Amy and she is a coach and a yoga teacher. Hi, Amy. Thanks for being on the show today. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Pip. Oh, I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm so giddy. I just feel like so giddy this morning. I think it's because I've been doing my yoga all week. And yeah. like I said before, like I I just think of you when I'm doing my yoga because when I think of someone who, I mean, I watch different people on yo- on YouTube, but when I actually think about doing yoga, I feel like if I don't do yoga, I'm letting you down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yoga is life. It really, really is. It really yeah. is. Because what I want to kind of, uh, the listeners today that I want you to kind of get across from this interview is how important it is to incorporate yoga into you into you exercise your daily practice because people actually I was saying to you before people think yoga is this oh you have to be skinny and dead flexible and it's it's the complete opposite complete opposite complete opposite you don't have to be uh bendy pretzel you don't have to perfect the postures you don't have I always say you don't perfect yoga it's a journey like your spiritual practice is a journey mm-hmm. yoga is a journey as well and yeah and I feel like a lot of people kind of compare themselves to people and they give up because they you know if they're in a class for for example they're comparing themselves to the peers who are in the class like oh god she can bend this way and she can like reach her toes and I'm just like so far away from my toes but I just love the feeling of feeling connected on that mat totally and I always say it's um it's like a a moment on the mat you have a moment on the mat where you're like I really understand this now I really understand what this is all about ultimately the goal of yoga is to find peace yeah to to find peace in your heart it's about creating space it's allowing for that life force energy, we call it prana in yoga, to come in. And yoga is the perfect way to allow yourself to connect 
with your higher self, the universe, your inner GPS, your inner guidance. It's not about perfecting postures per se, but if you practice and you commit, just like you do in your spiritual work, if you do the work, eventually your body will just give way. It really, really will. It's just all about being consistent and, as you say, Pip, doing the work and doing the work daily. Um, my yoga practice is daily and it's I, I practice yoga like I would, you know, like you were saying on your previous podcast, your uh, purpose podcast. Um, it's like brushing your teeth. <laughs> If you show up to the mat, even just for 10 minutes, even just for 10 minutes a day, it doesn't have to take up a lot of time, you will see profound, profound things happen in your life when you leave the mat. I feel like as well, yoga is my meditation because at the end when you do Shavasana, I just feel really connected, you know, because I've just done this amazing stretch because I I suffer I think I've mentioned this to you before I suffer with a really tight left hamstring I've got a dehydrated disc in my spine at the lower back Mm -hmm. and I had this kind of looked over by specialists a few years ago and they basically told me it's a dehydrated disc uh, the muscle around the disc is bulging to protect it and then it's pushing on the nerve so the nerve is the actual sciatic nerve and it's going right down to like the back of my knee and it only hurts if I'm like sat down for like long periods of time if I'm driving long distances but when I'm consistent with yoga, I remember the specialist saying to me, you know, you can have surgery, you can take painkillers, you can have injections, or you can do yoga and Pilates. And literally the Pilates and yoga was the one that was going, yes, 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 because I don't want to put injections into me. I don't want an operation. So yoga, even Pilates, I know that's more of a stretchy thing, but yoga for me is part of my meditation as well because at the end you have a little bit of shavasana and it's you just lie there and you just bring in that energy and I always feel really connected because my body's kind of released a little bit and I've just I just feel yeah I just feel more cleansed as well and it wakes my body up from being stagnant in in bed for like eight hours of a night as well yeah yoga yoga is my form of meditation it really really is um it helps me to connect with the breath so much that when I'm in that shavasana at the end which is the most important posture because it allows for you to just be still to be quiet to connect to allow for all that prana that energy to settle into the body it's your time then it's your time to just be still and connect and yoga is like a, a moving meditation. In fact, yoga is about five or six thousand years old. I think it has been traced back now to six thousand years, and it was originally designed to help Vedic priests get into a meditative state. And there was only there was only about five postures then. I mean, there's so many postures now and yoga has taken on its own life form and it's growing and it's evolving every single day. But originally, originally, thousands of years ago, yoga was used for to help yogic priests get into that meditative state. 
I love that. And I love I love anything that's old, you know, anything that's ancient, like Reiki's ancient, meditation's yes. ancient, everything like that. I just truly believe that why are we not still doing it now? Why is there not everyone doing this? And I know some of you listening probably thinking, I don't have time, you know, yoga's just going to a class, you know, mm-hmm. but I the truth is I do my yoga in my lounge with the TV on, you know, and even some mornings I don't even want the TV on. I just like I said to you, you sent me the picture, Amy. The is it the sundial? The um the sundial. Sun salutations. Sundial. Yes, I just sometimes do that for ten minutes of a morning. It just with yoga for me as well. It's it's listening to your body every day because some days, you know, yesterday I wanted to do a half an hour really deep, deep, like you know, really deep one that was really pushing my my limits and I, I could feel it in my body today you know I could feel it in my chest where I've done like different planks and I've held myself up mm-hmm. but today this morning I just wanted to do some more flow movements you know waking my body up because I have really tight hips as well so anything ancient I am obsessed with because I just feel like you know they were doing it back then when they had no tv they had no you know, technology and things like that, they had themselves and they had more, you know, would say more time to kind of reflect and go within. Totally, 100%. It's not necessarily about what you do. It's more about listening to your body on that particular day. So I have a, I originally, before lockdown happened, I was teaching yoga directly. Now I teach yoga online in my little group and when we are and I call it arrive into practice we connect with the breath and I always say take this moment take this moment of observation to check in with how you're feeling today with no judgment we don't judge judge ourselves in yoga and just listen how am I feeling what does my body need? What do I need to do in my practice today? Do I do I need to um, do stronger work or do I need to be gentle and kind with myself today? It's all about yeah. listening, listening, listening. We don't push ourselves into any pain. And we we just connect, we connect with ourselves. And that is why we feel so good after our yoga practice. It's just that release, that total release of anything that's niggling at us, any doubts, any worries, any uncertainties. We've we've been breathing deeply and completely for quite a long period of time how we're meant to breathe because we are actually meant to breathe like that all the time um but we um it's it's just all about um connection 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 all the time throughout your practice does this feel good it does it not feel good am I pushing myself into any pain here if I am should I ease off a bit your body will know you know, your body will know what it what it needs if you trust and connect to that inner GPS. Sometimes, Pip, I just do like a, a child's posture, up into tabletop, downward facing dog, um, back into tabletop child's pose about 15 times if I just feel like I want to nurture myself. 
So it isn't about perfection. It's not about um, the, the posture. It's it's about listening all the time to your to your body. Yeah, yeah, I did that this morning. I did the you know child posture because I love that, and even the you know the uh, the happy baby posture. I love doing that and just rocking myself from side to side. <laughs> yeah. Anything that anything to do with the baby, you know me, Disney princess. I'm like an innocent child. Anything to do with the baby posture, I'm like yay. <laughs> so I just sometimes feel like I want to do like even for example like this morning I did my child's pose and I, I you know I lent to the right and the left and stretched my sides out and then you know I did where the, you know you roll your you roll into like your I can't remember what the posture is now but you go forward and then you kind of like have your hips going around a circle it just felt amazing to just stretch off that you know because when you've been asleep for seven eight hours in bed you are stagnant for for that time and there is occasions where I wake up in the night on an odd occasion and my hips are quite painful because obviously I must have been lying it funny so waking up in the morning and just doing those flows and just really nurturing where I feel a little bit tight after it I'm like I literally could do somersaults because I'm just feeling so like flowy and and amazing yeah well I mean I always say that if we have got any tension or niggles in our usually it's in the shoulders it's in the hips maybe in the back I believe wholeheartedly it's stuck energy in the body that we just need to release. It is. That we just need to work at releasing. We carry a lot of um, tension in our body sometimes without even knowing. Sometimes without even knowing we carry tension and yoga allows you to observe that and check in with that and use the breath. It's the breath that if you are lying on your back and you are breathing deeply and completely, you are practicing yoga. I say that all the time. It's the breath that separates yoga from any other form of physical exercise. It helps us to tap into that central nervous system that controls our fight or flight response. That's why yoga is always recommended for people who are feeling anxious or feeling um, stressed because it allows for you to have that time to relax the diaphragm, tap into that central nervous system and that brings down your fight or flight response, gets into that parasympathetic nervous system. So if you imagine a parachute, para shoot is coming Mm -hmm. down your parasympathetic nervous system comes up relaxes and comes down sorry your parasympathetic nervous system comes down and helps you to feel good I heard about that because even just in meditation you know doing those really deep breaths it helps to because I watch a lot of videos and I read a lot of stuff about, you know, the stress hormone and how we're kind of living in stress hormone quite a lot because of what we're watching, what we're hearing, what we're, you know, surrounded with and the heart is sending responses to the brain. So it's like stress, 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 stress. So that's releasing all these stress hormones into your body. And that's why we get ill. We feel sluggish. We're tired. And even with yoga, I mean, when I'm on holiday, I went to Barbados in Feb, which was amazing, uh, January, sorry. And I did yoga for the first time on the beaches because normally it's obviously at home or 
in a classroom but when I go on holiday I do try and find places to you know to do yoga outside and even without yoga I am so connected to nature as I know you are Amy and even mm. just being outside stood next to a tree and I, me and Chris do this every single day we're out for walks is we just touch a tree and close our eyes and that connection whether you believe this or not you know that tree is is sending energy and responses to your body to your energy which is then relaxing your parasympathetic system because it's 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 slowing down that stress hormone because it's sending the the calmness it's it's changing the stress hormone into a calm you know centered and it just relaxes your body. Like, and even when I've finished touching the tree, I go dizzy because it's clearly doing something and it makes me feel really calm and centered. So you think about doing that in nature and then going onto a mat where you, I say your mat is your little space, doing that and then moving your body. And technically, you know, exercising is great, but doing yoga as well is, I, I would always say, you know, do your, your cardio, cardio stuff and, you know, to get your heart rate up because your heart's a muscle. It needs, it needs that, that it needs that work for the, for, for it to kind of like, you know, burn your calories and stay healthy and fit. But yoga is part of your stretches. You know, when you stretch after a workout, you know, do, you know, when you come home, just go on the mat and do some yoga. Totally. And I wanted to point out today that yoga is for everybody. It is for everyone. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how how stiff you may feel. It doesn't matter um, if you have got any ailments. Yoga is for everyone. There is something for everyone. And that is that is my purpose when I teach yoga to to help people to understand that anyone can practice yoga I specifically focus on helping beginners and teaching beginners to feel the wonderful benefits of yoga and what it brings them not just on the mat but off the mat as well I've had so many students say this is showing up in my life now the way I feel, the way I react, the way I respond to things, the way I see the world has changed. It's changing. It's, it's, I'm seeing things for the better. I'm being more positive. I can handle my stress so much better. I sleep better. I walk better. I feel alive. And it's just amazing. It's amazing when somebody comes to me and they never thought that they could ever do yoga or, or practice yoga because they've created this rule <laughs> that that yoga isn't for them. And they practice with me and they go, wow, I can do this. And this is having an amazing impact on my life in every way. It's just magic. Yoga is magic. It, it, it really is. It, it I think really for me is. as well is 
people complicate it and think it's this, like you said, it, it's it's coming down to what you believe yoga is. Like for everyone, yoga is different. So for me, it's my little routine of mine to wake my body up. It's to stretch my muscles. It's to stretch my nerves because my sciatic nerve and my hamstrings are so tight. I need to keep stretching them, stretching them, stretching them. For you, it could be like Amy said before, you just sit in child's pose for 10 minutes of a morning and just stretch off that way. You could be lying in Shavasana for 10 minutes and breathing deeply there is no set way to do yoga it's about anyone listening now you think do you take 10 minutes a day even if it's not meditation to just get a mat out or even a towel and just lie down with your palms facing up straight back just and breathing heavy that is part of yoga like amy said so you know i challenge you to do that you know just spend 10 minutes lying there in shavasana and breathing and just going within and asking your body you know what do I need today and building it up that way because it's so important to to have that have that as a routine to build that momentum up with your spiritual practice but I know we've just literally like gone straight into yoga but what I wanted to really ask you Amy was you know just tell us a little bit about you and how you connected to spirituality spirituality found me (laughs) it found me so I I was a personal trainer and I was from a very early age I always I was very inquisitive I was a very inquisitive child I always thought that there was something beyond our physical realm but as I, I, I got older, got into different things, that kind of sort of, it just took a, 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 side, a, a side step away from my life. And I was always very interested in the workings of the mind. I was always very interested in what makes people tick. I was always attracted to uh, psychology. And that led me to um, go to university and get a degree in psychology. And then after that, I ended up um, doing a master's degree and so on. And five years ago, I was in the lowest place of my life. I had no direction. I had no purpose. I, I didn't have an identity. I didn't really, I just didn't really know what I wanted from life and that led me to go on my own health and fitness journey and that grew and grew and grew and then I ended up becoming a personal trainer and having my own fitness studio and I actually found spirituality through Reiki originally so you mentioned Reiki earlier on I was training someone who was a Reiki practitioner and she she talked about Reiki and I was like what's Reiki and she was like it's energy and I was the way she described it I just couldn't I just couldn't understand it and she was like the only way that you can understand it is if you have a treatment and I had a treatment and I was like wow 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 it was unbelievable And I think that was the very beginning of my awakening. It was the very start of me 
becoming more drawn and almost going back to (laughs) when I was a child. I started getting interested in crystals. I started reading spiritual books. And as a result of that, that led me to start practicing yoga. So at the time I was, I was, I was fit, I was healthy, but I didn't practice yoga. And I actually started practicing yoga just by myself, Pip. I didn't really go to any yoga classes or um, studios or anything like that. I just started teaching myself online. And from there, the Reiki, I ended up doing my, my Reiki level one and level two. And then I started practicing yoga daily. I just had this huge spiritual awakening and my life has never been the same again. (laughs) I love how you ended it on that because I'm level two Reiki qualified and I, I mean, I love Reiki anyway. It was part of my spiritual journey. But what I loved then is when you said you've never been the same because you probably know from my previous episodes and just knowing me in general, I've had my huge, huge shift recently. Like I had a big awakening a couple of years ago, but you know, as spiritual beings and, you know, we're having this human experience, we have several awakenings and we go deeper and we go deeper and we go deeper. But my most recent shift was all about, you know, have it's more about, I think you have several awakenings, but I think when you have your major shift, I feel like that is when everything just makes sense and your life is never the same. You you don't go back to a a way of thinking that was with you before. It just stays with you forever. And you do have moments where, you know, you have your bad days, which is, you know, of course it's fine, but it's not letting those bad days snowball into a bad week, a bad month, because that is where, that's why, you, you know, your, your spiritual practice on a daily basis. Me and Chris are going to be talking about this this week at some point, because he he, he said something yesterday on a walk. He said he used to be an emergency meditator. <laughs> and I was just laughing at the fact that he called it an emergency totally. meditator. Yeah, it's like... Have, he'd have a meltdown. He'd just meditate when he thought he was having a bad day. And there's probably people laughing now, listening, going, that's me. Well, I'm here to tell you, and Amy's the same, that you need to meditate when you are feeling your highest and your best because I've been having out-of-body experiences this week because I'm at my best. I'm at my most connected. So you think about what you could do on your high, higher self day where you're feeling the best. It's 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 every day, not just when you're feeling off. And that is that takes time. That really does take time to understand. But it's every day you have to commit to the work regardless of what how you're feeling so if you're feeling really energetic and high you do the work if you're not feeling great you do the work it 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 doesn't matter how you're feeling and and that's really funny (laughs) that Grace said that because that that's what I used to do I used to kind of tap into it and then I'd be like, I'm okay now. And then when I was feeling low again or not feeling myself or not feeling connected or not feeling aligned, 
I would go back <laughs> to the practice again. Yeah, so you know? what happens is you get yourself in this vicious circle of, okay, you want to meditate and do a spiritual practice or whatever it is you want to do on a low day. You're going to have more low days because your your energy and your higher self wants you to do this daily so the more you do it daily the less bad days you have and that is the honest truth since I've been doing it daily 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 for the last two to three months and that is without even a break I have had less and less and less bad days and that's not saying I'm any better I'm any you know I'm any more spiritual than anyone else it just because I'm doing it daily it's it's my my, my I just feel aligned with it because yeah. it's I've well, made the commitment yeah. to myself. It, it's a muscle. We, we, you know, as women, we're focusing so much on uh, training our bodies, uh, getting in our bikinis, you know, losing weight, and we ignore that we need to do the mindset training, the the spiritual practice, and that is equally as valuable if not more valuable than anything and it's about being consistent with your practice showing up and and doing the work regardless of how you're feeling and and you're right Pip it's 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 spiritual I always call it like spiritual training if you will it's it it's it has to be done daily in order for you to feel the effects to feel aligned to be connected it, it it's it's daily work and and i think that's sometimes people say oh well i've 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 done affirmation and it doesn't work i've 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 done i've done some meditation and it didn't work for me I've 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 done this, but it, it it just didn't didn't have an impact. I've tried manifestation. I know you're massively into manifestation. It didn't work for me, and it's like you don't stop. You don't stop and say it doesn't work, and and it goes back to I think for me it goes back to faith. It goes back to belief, faith, certainty that you are divinely guided a vision came to me then and it was about when you said about you know we train because we want to look good on holiday we want to put a bikini on we want to fit into a size 10 dress whatever it is use your mind like that you know I want my mind to be in a nice bikini and my mind to be you know all decorated in lovely you know lovely clothes so you know visualize that you know you can be the, in your best shape physically but if, you, if you're not in your best shape spiritually and mentally then the physicality isn't gonna it's not gonna last it's like when you go and buy yourself something you know I mean I'm not a material person but say you want to go and buy something like a designer handbag or you know whatever it is yeah for those first couple of weeks you're like oh look at my new bag and it's great like I'm not saying this is a bad thing it's just use it as the same kind of concept as things fade so that you know it, it it's like so exciting and you know it wears off so you think about like your physical body it's it's a con you want to keep it that way you've got to keep exercising keep eating healthy always being a calorie deficit as amy will know from being a you know a personal trainer but if you're taking breaks with your spiritual routine and your mindset routine you're gonna start to see you know the extra pounds coming onto your brain so just just think of it like that it's just it's got to be an all-rounder routine yeah, t- totally. And 
even when I was a, a personal trainer, my emphasis with all of my clients was mindset. How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about yourself? Is there, it, are there some things that you need to work on in relation to your mindset, your beliefs, how you see yourself? Because you can lose weight, you can be in the most perfect shape of your life. But if you don't love yourself, if you don't care about yourself, if you are allowing yourself to talk, allowing um, limiting beliefs to come in, if you are um, talking to yourself in a negative way, then it doesn't really matter. And I, I've been through the fitness journey from start to finish. I was overweight, really unhealthy. I was diagnosed with endometriosis. I worked, 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 worked at, you know, becoming the fittest and healthiest I've ever been. And then I got there and I was like, where, where like, where's, where's the, the, the excitement? Where's the, the, the um, love? I, I was basing everything on my physical appearance. And then I realized, actually, none of that matters unless you do the inner work. Unless you do the inner work, you might call it spiritual practice, whatever it is, if you don't go inside and and start to work on yourself internally, none of it matters. None of it matters. And um that is something that I I I champion, I, I promote every single day, that it's the inner work, the inner practice that matters the most yes you're so right there Amy and this is why people like me and Amy do what we do because we know it can be hard alone you need that cheerleader with you you need that kind of person who's been there but what what I love about interviewing people you know each week is everyone's got a different story to tell everyone's got different insights everyone's got different perspectives and it's always about the inner work it's always about how you feel about yourself and you know this Pip you champion that every day as well that that it's the inner it's the inner work that we 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 must focus on and it has to be done daily in order for it to take effect and like you say, it's hard doing it alone. It's so hard to do it alone. And I used to do it alone. I used to think that I couldn't reach out to people. I couldn't ask for support, that I couldn't ask for guidance on how do I even start a, phys- a, a, a spiritual practice? Where do I even begin? I used to feel like I had to do everything alone. And it's hard to do it alone because, you know, we have the ego mind, as you know, that absolutely ram raids us at times, especially when we are striving towards doing something that we really want to do. That's, you know, it's the ego mind is so, so powerful. And if you haven't got someone in your corner saying, oh, yeah, like the ego is, is, is there and it's in everyone. And we have to learn to tame that ego through certain strategies, through affirmation, 
through meditation, through working on ourselves. You know, so so it's really important that we have, you know, light workers, coaches, uh, spiritual leaders like yourself in the world, helping people to to grow, and 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 move through this journey, and that they don't feel like they're alone. Yes, because as women, you know, we like to be independent. You know, when we were kids, <laughs> we'd like to put our own shoes on and put our own clothes on and do it ourselves. But you know, that's great. But you know, to have a have a women and men around you who are cheering you on and who are on that spiritual journey with you is the best thing ever. And you know, you're not alone. So anyone out there, you know, just reach out to me and Amy because that's why I bring people onto the show because it's some people don't resonate with me and that's fine. Some people don't resonate with my journey and that's fine. It's not about me. It's about me bringing different people to you so you can then resonate with someone and think, right, yeah, well, Amy's journey resonates with me. You know, something that she went through is something similar you went through. And this is why, you know, we're all so unique because we've been through similar things, but, you know, we can help each other through the, the highs and the lows. So, is there anything you want to say before we finish, Amy, just any tips or tricks to staying connected and aligned apart from yoga, of course? Yeah, yo- yoga practice, the spiritual work, doing it daily. I am like, I am the affirmation queen. Affirmation really works for me. It really, really works for me because we our beliefs and what we believe to be true about ourselves uh, are often faulty. And the only way that we can undo those faulty beliefs is through the power of the spoken word. Affirmation is so, so powerful. But in order for it to take effect, it has to be done daily. It has to be done daily. It does. And you know this one, Pip. Gratitude always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for everything that I have. In my yoga classes, I always, always have a little moment on the mat where I say, use this opportunity now to be grateful for anything in your life. There's always something to be grateful for. And with that, that helps us to focus on the things that we have got instead of the things that we haven't got. And I want to say that we are always supported. We are always, this is, keeps coming up for me this morning, we're always divinely guided. And you will know the, the message from Wayne Dyer, you're, you love Wayne Dyer, that, that, you know, if we knew that, if we knew who walked beside us every day, we would never have to feel fear. And it's leaping into that trust and faith and belief that whatever you do, you will always be supported. It's just about trusting and believing in that. And that we don't have to see the world. We don't have to see the world how it is. That we can we can move beyond that, what we see. And, and I always have... Um, a mantra that I speak every day and it's so so powerful and it's I am positively expecting great results no matter what I see in front of me the universe is rearranging itself for my best interests right now and and I wanted to share that with everyone today 
because if you've not taken away anything, take away that mantra, practice it every day and watch how things change in your life. Yes, thank you so much, Jamie. That was such a lovely mantra to leave on as well. I, I'm the same. I am, you know, Wayne Dyer is kind of, oh, I just, he's like a, he's like a father to me. I just absolutely love him. He's my daily, I just watch him every day. I listen to him every day. His, I just, yeah, I just love him. There's no, no other words to say. I just love him to pieces. But for me as well, it's, you know, my, my point that's come up for me today is, you know, it is about changing your thoughts to change your life. Because if you don't change your thoughts, the things around you will always stay the same. You know, as, as Wayne Dyer says, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, we just got to see the world differently. So I'm going to leave on them two amazing mantras off both of us. I will put all of the links to find you, Amy. I think you're on Instagram and Facebook, aren't you? I am, yeah. Instagram and Facebook, yeah. Yes, so I will put all the links to find Amy so you can follow her and reach out to her if you have any other questions. But thank you so much for coming on, Amy. I've loved talking to you today. I know, it's been lovely. It's been so nice to 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 um, to speak to you. And thank you so much for inviting me on. Thank you so, so much, Pip so welcome so i hope you enjoyed this episode guys i'll be back again as always with another episode next week wherever you are in the world i hope you have a beautiful day and me and amy send you love and light always so chat to you soon bye for now bye We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, Don't take your dreams lying down.